1: I'm thinking about Bernie Sanders and Ben and & Jerry's. <laughs> Why are you thinking about
0: Bernie Sanders and Ben and & Jerry?
1: Because today on Queer Money, episode number 393, we're sharing the most affordable, most LGBTQ plus friendly city and
0: all of the great state of Vermont. Ah, I get it now. Probably some of the best things to come out of Vermont. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> the mission of Queer Money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission. So sometimes big things come in little packages, little, little packages. (laughs) And that's the case with the state of Vermont. And we did have a little bit of a struggle with the state of Vermont. Um, That's because Vermont is a pretty small state, not highly populated, less than 700,000 people. As a matter of fact, the biggest city in Vermont um is Burlington and that has about a, about 44,000 people. Now Burlington is part of a metropolitan similar,
1: area similar similar to New Zealand who has that has more sheep than people. Burlington has more coats than people.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I don't think that's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Burlington is actually part of a metropolitan area. There's Burlington, Essex, South Burlington, but the whole, whole metro area there is roughly, I think, 200, 215,000 people. So, um, again, we we had to kind of scrape and crawl, uh, this was actually to try to find the data on this one.
1: Vermont was the first state where we had to mine the data from different sources than what we've been using so far. Right. Um, because there was lack of information on Zillow as well as the U.S. Census. So, uh, it was a little bit um, harder for David to do. So, that was… Um, um, Give me some quiet time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of the things that um, we use as the foundation for this list, um, compared to what we do with the others, usually the the foundation of the other lists has been the information about affordability. We kind of flipped it, and this uh, li- this state we specifically went off of what state uh, what cities were ranked by. Um, uh, the uh, HRC. HRC MEI index. And unfortunately, and which I was quite surprised by this, not a single city in Vermont got a 100. Yeah, I would have thought there were, you know, at least one or two. Yeah. But, The other thing, as John mentioned, the the census data, it was, it was incomplete. So for these cities, it was hard for me to find both the median and the average income for these cities. So we just went with the median income because I was able to grab all of those, all these cities from one source. I want to make sure that we're comparing uh, data from the same sources. So who
1: is the runner up? Well, Despite being the state capital of Vermont, Montpellier is the runner-up on this particular list. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, for a couple of reasons, David. Um, of note, though, it is, uh, has a population of 8,000 people. Yeah, tiny. That's the number of people that went to my school in 1997, my college. <laughs> That's a small campus. Yeah people. Um, uh, Rent is uh, $1,114, considerably below the national average, which is nice. Median home values are about $304,000, also below the national average. Uh, The cost of living there is at the national average, pretty much at the national average, 99.8%. Median incomes, uh, it's a number three for the state. with just over seventy-one thousand dollars per year, and it's a lot higher than many other cities with similar rent costs. So that of around the country, which is something of note to to consider. And then it gets um, concerningly, though, it gets a 62 on HRC's MEI, which is number two on the whole list. So, yeah. David, who is the winner in this great state of Vermont?
0: Tired of all the credit card offers you get from your current credit scoring app? Download CreditWise by Capital One today to avoid them. The winner is a city that I had never heard of, and that's Rutland City. And why had we not heard of it? Well, that's because Rutland has a population of 16,000 people. It's twice as though as Montpellier. Yeah, it is. uh, It is twice as many people as the capital. Um, But the one of the main reasons why Rutland did so well is because of its cost of living. Um, It's lowest of all the cities that we looked at in uh, Vermont on the the MEI list um, at $981 for the average two bedroom place. So you're, your rent there is less than half what the national average is. Home values are slightly higher than Montpelier and they're close to the national average at $320,000. Um, the cost of living, though, is considerably lower than the national average at 88.5% or roughly 11.5% below what the national average is. Um, and along with that is the fact that their median household income is on the lower end at around 52,000 um it did come in number 3 on the MEI index at 61 now what i wanted to want to Kind of point out here is that, um, again, these are cities that are asking to be ranked by uh, HRC. And so there is at least some effort in these cities to try to find out how they're doing. So you may ask yourself, why not Burlington? Why not the metropolis of Burlington, right? (laughs) With a population of 215,000 people. Right. Again, remember, Burlington is kind of a like, I want to say like most metropolitan areas it's kind of a bunch of towns that have grown together and that's kind of similar here um it did it was number one when it came to the uh, Yay, index uh again it's
1: expensive relative to the rest of
0: your state <laughs> yeah but right they they did not get a 100 and that's kind of what kind of pitched them out as john mentioned is that when it came to almost all of the other rankings um, Burlington is expensive compared to these other cities. And so things like home values are higher, especially in areas like South Burlington. Um, it is the highest cost of living in Vermont. Um, and the median income wasn't that much higher. So it, it, it when you think about affordability, living in a place where your rent may be. Three, four, five hundred dollars more, and your average income is about the same. Maybe a hundred, a thousand, or two thousand dollars a year more. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless you can find something that allows you to earn quite a bit more.
1: Yeah, you're. If you're just looking at the state of Vermont, your dollar goes a lot further in Montpelier than it does in um, Burlington. So, a couple of great things. uh, was it Burlington? Not, no, that was uh, Rutland.
0: Rutland, yeah. yeah.
1: A couple of great things about Rutland is they f- celebrated their first Pride uh, in June of 2021. That was pretty awesome. Um, and in 2021, Rutland passed a Declaration of Inclusion, which condemns racism and discrimination of any type and welcomes all persons regardless of race color religion national origin sex gender gender identity sexual orientation age or disability so that's pretty awesome and Rutland's logo uh, was recently updated to say I heart Rutland with a progressive flag in the heart and in quote all are welcome here below the heart nice that is our winner winner chicken dinner (laughs) for the great state of Vermont (laughs) Start your journey to financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or a 360 performance savings account at Capital One today.
0: Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast bonus series about the great states uh, in the United States that are gay-friendly or the cities that are gay-friendly. Next week, we're going to be covering, yet again, another red state that has some small bastions of blue in it, and that is the state of Utah.
1: If you'd like to see the results of all the cities in each state we're analyzing, please go to QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash cities or click on the link in your podcast player for our growing analysis. Thank you and have a great week.